Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Hustle Like Hannah, your how-to guide on turning your creative side into a business opportunity. Hi hustlers, good morning, how are we all doing? Another Monday has crept around the corner yet again, a Monday that happened to follow Friday the 13th and for those of you like myself who are a little bit on the superstitious side, I'm sure you were all treading very carefully, although didn't really turn out to be a bad day but then again I guess this year has been just every day has been Friday the 13th hasn't it really since March anyway I'm kind of losing track of days at the moment if I'm being honest I'm not really working due to lockdown 2.0 and that's a bit rubbish but I mean it is what it is you just gotta get on with it so what I'm trying to do is just keep myself occupied and do things that stop me from stressing and worrying about the world in general but just other little things that just don't need to be stressing me out right now so whether that's you know doing a workout uh yesterday morning I bashed out a 60 minute kettlebell workout and I felt great for it I've been going out for walks in fact the other day I actually went out for two walks in one day because I mean what else is there to do in lockdown but other than that, I'm just trying to stay mentally healthy as well as physically healthy. So sometimes rather than going down the physical exercise route, I've been just listening to comedy podcasts. At the moment, I am listening to the Ramsey's podcast, uh, Shag Married Annoyed. Apologies about the, the language, but that's the title of the podcast. Uh, it's really funny. I would definitely recommend it if anybody's after a comedy podcast. I've been doing some painting by numbers. I wish I could paint of my own talents, but sadly, those talents do not exist. So I have to do it by paint by numbers. But yeah, I think the key message I just want to share with you all is that you need to just find ways to stay physically healthy and mentally healthy during these really challenging times. And in fact, I actually put a post about this on my social media yesterday, asking you all how you stay healthy, both physically and mentally. And some of you actually reached out to me privately just with your little anecdotes and things like that so that was really nice so thank you for that anyway enough about you know the stress of lockdown and the world and all of that negativity we are here for some motivation aren't we so allow me to introduce this week's guest so on today's show I'm joined by Afina Mosquita from VBC which stands for Vegan Beauty Cosmetics Afina used to love doing nail art for a bit of fun and did in fact become a qualified nail technician. Before she began her studies at the University of Huddersfield and the University of Leeds, she decided to push her hobby of nail art a little further by creating homemade nail polish. Six years ago, she turned this little hobby into her very own business and has even branched out to other vegan products such as bath bombs. It sounds like she's got quite the story to tell, so let's see what she's got to say. Hi Athena, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Thanks for coming and chatting with me today. So, I think it's safe to say that you know yourself and VBC better than anybody does. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what it is that you do. So, yeah, I've studied at Huddersfield and Leeds, both in like business and sort of areas but my business was is just something that I've always done on the side I've always liked doing nails 
and just started making nail polish because I just wanted to do something different and one thing led to another and I've still managed to hang on to it but yeah I've just along with studying and working I've just always done the business I've gone to events just made loads of different products as well as nail polish and cosmetics and bath products and just hope to see where it got to really. Sounds good so obviously it's called the vegan beauty cosmetics so is the vegan lifestyle something that you're passionate about? I'd like to say yes but it's not. Um, (laughs) I did try and go vegan but it made me really ill because I've got so many intolerances to so many different foods it just yeah I wasn't really eating anything so the reason it's called VBC vegan beauty cosmetics is actually I wouldn't say I got made to but I got made to change the name originally it was Athena which obviously sounds unique but people did struggle to pronounce it spell it so yeah when I did my placement year, I was with the enterprise team at the university and even they said that I could kind of have to simplify it, I suppose. Mm. In one sense, I regret it. In one sense, I don't. But yeah, so because my products were accidentally vegan, so they were already vegan, I just thought I'd play on that. Yeah. Try and go vegan. Didn't work out. But I attended loads of vegan events anyway, so it was something to talk about. Yeah. And I think as well, there is quite a, there's an expanding market for vegan products and cruelty-free products. So I think it's definitely, it's definitely a good selling point for sure. So in terms of your nail art, obviously, because that's where the whole business journey stems from. When did you actually start doing your nail art just as like a bit of a hobby? Um... Well, since I can remember, to be honest. Um, so at college, I did art and design. And I always, I didn't like working on big, like, canvases like everyone else does, like painting and stuff. And I just always, on Instagram and social media, I saw all these, like, nice designs people do. And I thought, I always paint my nails. Why don't I just try and do what I do at college, like, on my nails, try something mm. new. It's a smaller canvas to work with. Yeah. And it just stemmed from there, really. And then I didn't actually become a nail tech until a year into making polish. So, oh right, okay. So yeah. you actually ventured into trying to make your own before you went down the nail tech route. Yeah. So it was the summer before I started university that I needed something to do. That like I wasn't getting many hours at work, so I just ended up saying, "Yeah, I'm going to make polish. Why not?" Um, and then I did my first year of university and I think like first year you always go back home early and you're there waiting until September so I just decided to do a nail tech course because I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to uni or not anyway so I was like that is like what I'm doing anyway so I might as well have it as a backup plan as well yeah yeah that's quite clever actually that you kind of like you said you gave yourself a backup plan in case the university route didn't quite work out it sounds clever now that I've said it out loud yeah yeah. (laughs) so what would you say was the sort of the trigger or the thing that motivated you to take this nail art and creating your own nail polish from 
just something that you do on the side to actually making money from it and it being your own business well see this is the thing it's like it's always been a business because they say once you take once you exchange money it's mm. a business yeah so i've been exchanging money from the get-go really right but yeah. i've never really classed it as a business mm. because it's always just been something on the side for me until this year mm. so it's been one of those difficult ones where I don't know I've always just had it there <laughs> just in case yeah so it was like it was like a side hustle but you it was almost you that didn't quite have that fully like business head on you were like no this is just something I do on the side yeah pretty much and that's the thing some most people don't take you seriously in the business side when you do that but I was just like this is what I'm doing and it's going fine for me so we'll see how it goes yeah so obviously you've been in business for is it six years now did I see you celebrated your six years in business recently so was there anything putting you off actually setting up as a business or like taking like exchanging money was there anything that was preventing you from just doing it for personal gain and actually thinking actually no I'm gonna take this one step further and start charging people for it? I think it's because I I ended up going back to university for the second year. I was just constantly studying and working. I've had so many different jobs within that time as well. I just Mm. never had my full focus or the finances, to be honest. Yeah. Um, to To do the business full time. And that's, yeah, just... I was working that many hours as well as trying to study. It just wasn't a good thing to go full time into the business. Yeah. So have you, did you find a way to kind of overcome those sort of doubts and thinking, oh, I haven't got the time to do this or I haven't got the money to do it. What kind of helped you stick with it and keep it going? <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I'm going to be really honest. I don't actually know how I've made it this far. Um, <laughs> I think I just because it's always been something I enjoy doing mm. and I've just always liked making stuff and like making polish I've just I was like I can't get rid of it because I don't know who I am without doing that yeah so throughout the years like I just I don't know I've tried to give up so many times honestly that's what business is as well you just try like you can't do it anymore but it's always been there and I'm like I can I can do this Mm. having those times off and thinking you know what you've just got to get on with it yeah and keeping that sort of that passion keeping that going as long as you enjoy it you you're always going to do it really yeah yeah that's a good a good way of looking at it so in the six years that you've had this business what would you say has been either your biggest success or the thing that you know you're most proud of I've got quite a few actually yeah feel free to share them with us yeah I think six years is a long time to be honest even though it's been like a side a side thing I think the biggest achievements how I got here now that I've still I've still got it yeah Uh, I've also won like different awards for it so I've won like Huddersfield Young Trader, Leeds Young Trader and I'm not even in West Yorkshire anymore, so I don't know if I can't. 
but yeah like moving on to different products and I think the biggest achievement now is actually that I'm full-time in it mm. and I've gone from making like the odd few pounds here a few hundred pounds here to like a good decent I'm not gonna <laughs> say too much but a good decent salary, yeah like in sales now for me so pushing a good nice amount of figures yeah like it, it's um it's more of a sort of sustainable income for you now definitely. yeah definitely. yeah yeah that's a I mean that is ultimately one of the main goals in setting up your own business isn't it that it's it it supports you and it's you can sustain it yeah definitely so flip side of that obviously I can imagine as you said six years is a long time so I'm sure you've had plenty of things go wrong and obstacles in your way but what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've had to face in your business um biggest challenge is people honestly (laughs) (laughs) it sounds really bad but there are people out there that just just want to be negative Mm. and because it was always on the side for me Mm. they just they're like well what's the point of you doing it like you're not really going to get anywhere with it and just trying to be really pessimistic and it's like yeah (laughs) just try and try not to let those people get to you yeah it does get to you sometimes but yeah I think as time goes on though you kind of you learn that you know for every negative comment there's probably like a dozen positive comments and it's just learning to sort of take what they've said possibly learn anything that there is to learn from it but also just being like well that's your opinion but I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing (laughs) definitely yeah just yeah try not to let them get to you because that's the biggest thing as well yeah definitely I know when I first set my business up I mean I've only been going about well just coming up two and a half years but when I set mine up when I graduated I had a part-time job because you know money's very low when you're starting from scratch and I'd be serving people when I was at the pub and I'd say to them oh you know I class this as my side job because I have my own business and I'd really try and kind of focus on and be positive and the common response I would get is oh well what's your proper job then and I used to hate that expression and I still get it now even when now that I'm like completely self-employed I don't have any part-time jobs anymore and people are like but what's your proper job and I'm like at the end of the day I'm providing a service and people are paying for it is that not a job like (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what a job is that's what I mean don't let people like that get to you it's like well I know what I'm doing and I'm happy with that it's it's making me survive at the minute so yeah exactly exactly it's all about focusing on the positives and trying to not necessarily shut out the negatives but take what you can from it and then if it's just blatantly rude just be like okay well you're obviously not the type of customer that I'm looking at at targeting so that's fine you you do you and I'll do me (laughs) That that's how it is. It has to be like that. Yeah, you've definitely got to kind of, in a way, have that emotional detachment when it comes to business. As much as it's your pride and joy, you've also got to be able to just kind of keep a keep a clear head. So you've shared with us your biggest success, and you've told us about 
the thing that you found most challenging. But for anybody who maybe is just considering going self-employed in general, or they're thinking of taking a route similar to what we've both taken in turning a creative hobby into a business, what would you say are some pros and cons or some advantages and disadvantages to not only being your own boss, but being your own boss in a creative industry? First, just being your own boss, like being self-employed is not as easy as people make out, especially Mm. if you're working from home. So I work from home and I'm in the house 24-7. Most of the time I'm on my own and it's just like it does get to you at one point, like Mm. you just stay in four walls. And that's very difficult. And if you want to be self-employed, you have to have that motivation Mm. to actually want to do something. I think people understand that now because of the pandemic and everyone's been working from home. Yeah. But I think the difference is if you've got a job with a manager, you've got tasks to do from that manager. Mm. When you're your own boss, you don't have tasks to do from another manager. It's yourself. And if you want to go self-employed, I think that's the biggest thing that if you're going to work from home, you need to understand it's not going to be easy at all. Yeah. Try and try and get out and do something else. Try and get a new hobby as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, try and get a new hobby and go out. I mean, with the pandemic, it's been even worse because you're not allowed out. You can't go and see anyone. Mm. But definitely know what you're going into. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's good. It's it's all good once you get into it. Um, What's been your sort of favorite thing or like your top benefit that you've experienced being self-employed just that I get to do what I want when I want really yeah Um, so even though I've got orders to get out and stuff I can do it in my own time I don't really have someone looking over me saying you're doing that wrong you're doing that right and Mm. I think just taking your own time doing it how you want to do as well I've been in so many jobs where I'm just like well why are you doing that 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 shouldn't be done like that and they don't like it yeah so I think just doing what you want and how you want it is a major benefit yeah definitely so now I'm gonna ask you to put your what I like to call advice cap on So for anybody who's listening that's thinking of entering the self-employed world and especially those that are thinking of turning their hobby into a business, what would you say from your experience are your three top tips for anybody that's looking to go down that route? The first one, as cheesy as it sounds, the first one is never give up Mm. because even you will have those days and you'll have those people, as I said, that saying what's why why are you doing this mm. we'll just never give up I've been I wouldn't say struggling but I've been struggling with it for the past like five years but until now as I said I'm living off the business now it mm. will get better yeah as long as you put the same amount of as long as you put that amount of energy that you want to put into it mm. it will get better yeah definitely. also just I would say don't try and do one thing like if it's too niche Mm. as well 
because you you will have to branch out eventually yeah so even though you might be passionate about this one little niche thing you could make money from it if you wanted it to be a business but don't focus too much on it try and branch out into other areas try and network with people in these other areas as well try and collaborate with other people Hmm. uh, because you never know who's out there like as you said we went to the same union didn't even yeah we might have bumped into each other but I mean different things like this could happen like anything could happen for your business just take the opportunities yeah and just go with it yeah Um, definitely and also try out if it's for me because I sell products it's just trying different ways like make sure you want to be able to try different ways so I currently sell my products on Etsy now Mm. which Etsy has been the biggest thing for me because Mm. they do all the marketing side and work for me Mm. um but try out different platforms like I've been to different fairs exhibitions my own website social media make sure you want to try all of these different things you need to not necessarily spend money on these things but you need to be productive yeah and just to get your name out there yeah and kind of summarizing the points that you've just said it's about being open-minded to if things don't go right it just means okay well I need to change something and I maybe need to try something new and like that's okay just because it doesn't work out the exact way that you might plan for it to because nine times out of ten it probably isn't going to go according to plan Mm -hmm. So you have to just be able to adapt to and like you said the longer that you're in business the kind of the world around you changes anyway and you need to be able yeah. to kind of change with it Definitely. so they are some good nothing happens overnight either so no that's true nothing happens overnight it definitely takes a lot of hard graft behind the scenes yeah definitely well they are some great top tips thank you so I am now going to turn this conversation over to you a little bit more. So this is your opportunity to plug your business. So whether it's telling people where they can find you or telling anybody about new products or any offers that you've got going on. Obviously we've got Christmas coming up soon. So just anything that you want to tell the listeners about and where they can find you, this is now your time to do so. So take it away. Okay, well, um, well, Christmas is definitely coming up. I've already got my Christmas stuff ready to go on my store, or Halloween stuff as well. But I've also got some new products coming out. So I do make, I make nail polish, I make nail care, I make manicure bombs, pedicure bombs, bath bombs. So custom-made things, everything. As I said, new products on the way. So if you check me out on Instagram, I'm always posting on there and I mainly use Etsy at the minute which there's so many different sets on there and hopefully I'll be making a code soon I don't know we'll see depending when I get my sets out. as I said you've got to be motivated to get these sets out and I'm trying but yeah so I've got some new mermaid sets coming out space sets coming out some more personalized things coming out weddings and stuff so it's all one of those you need to stay tuned in for yeah cool so for anybody listening who perhaps wants to get their hands on some christmas bath bomb sets or 
you just want to get in touch with Afina herself, I have listed all of the relevant social media and Etsy links in the episode description. So it's super easy to find. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today, Afina. It's been a lot of fun. Is there anything that you would like to end on just to wrap this up? So, you know, any questions for me, any other bits of advice, just anything that you want to sort of leave the listeners with? Just as I said, never give up. And if anyone needs advice, especially on Etsy, if you've got a product, um, then just message me and I'll be happy to help out where I can. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Afina. It's been a lot of fun chatting to you and I hope that your business continues to grow and keep doing well. And I'll certainly be checking out your Etsy store because who doesn't love getting bath bombs at Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care. Once again, thank you to Athena Mosquito from VBC for coming and chatting with me today. And thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you're looking forward to next week's episode. Don't forget, I'm still taking bookings for season two of Hustle Like Hannah. So if you want to come on the podcast and share your story of how you turned your hobby into a business, just drop me an email to hustlelikehannahpodcast at gmail.com containing your name, your business name and a little bit about your hobby to business journey. Also, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, follow Hustle Like Hannah podcast. And on there, you can stay up to date with anything that goes on behind the scenes, information about my guests, and even little updates about my business from time to time. If you want to find out more about my business itself, just go to www.hannadaniellodance.co.uk or search for Hannah Danielle Dance on any social media platform. Now, go out there, smash your Monday, stay creative, and keep on hustling. See you next week, everyone.